It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Auburn. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. Big COVID news regarding Auburn. Auburn also loses a linebacker moving forward. And we got some Auburn basketball news. All that and more coming up. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at home. Uh, excuse me. Well, we do love home field. We'll read that read in a second. But brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use promo code 10 off 10OFF this week to uh, Breezeway, Brick Oven, and El Patron. If your order is over $30, you can use promo code 10 off. It will then become $10 less. You can also use promo code ZAC20, Z A C 20, for your first delivery free. And uh, I encourage you to keep uh, giving a few extra dollars after your order to uh, help the folks over at the Food Bank of East Alabama for the B-Bama Food Drive. Sounds like uh, support has been awesome. And at the very end of the campaign, Fetch Me is going to match everything you guys give. So that's been really, really cool. They care about the community. They're investing in it. And I think that is awesome. FetchMeDelivery.com or their new app. It's new and improved. Just search Fetch Me in your phone's app store. Michael Pappas, how are you on this Wednesday? Doing pretty well, Zach. How are you this morning? I can't complain. I can't complain. Some negative news coming out of the Auburn football program yesterday, though. Auburn has uh, nine players that have tested positive for COVID, as well as three staffers. I've seen some places call them coaches, and then other places refer to them as staffers. Um, I don't fully know what all that encompasses when you talk about the staff, so... Uh, we'll just say staffers to keep it safe and technically correct here. But they've got a, they've paused all team activities. Here's like the first thing that Gus Malzahn said at his press conference um, yesterday. Yesterday we found out uh, that we'd not be playing this Saturday versus Mississippi State uh, because they didn't have enough scholarship guys to to play. Um, we've had our own issues uh, that started uh, since our off week. Uh, as far as COVID's concerned, we've had nine players test positive, three staff members uh, test positive. Uh, we're pausing our workouts currently right now and practice until we get this thing under control and we're testing every day. Sounds similar to what they dealt with during fall camp. They shut things down for a few days and then ever since then they've been awesome. Um, one of the best teams in the conference as far as no COVID tests. Um, also, a handful of close contacts that are quarantining. Those players have to sit out 14 days from their positive results per SEC protocol and cannot test out of their quarantines. Uh, Not the close contacts people, the, the people who test positive, right? Uh, that What I just read was from 247, so I'm not positive. All of this seems really inconsistent to me, so I, I don't know. Logically, I would agree with what you just said, but I'm not. I'm not positive. Okay, Malz- that is strange. I agree. All right. I agree. Malzahn didn't say whether Auburn has traced his outbreak to a specific event. Um, he just said that all positives occurred sometime during the team's bye week last week, um, once players and staffers were out of their routines. 
Gus did say that they'll get back to practice in a short period of time. Virtual meetings have uh, have already started back, I believe, or they'll start back, I guess, today. Um, obviously, this stinks. A lot of Auburn fans pointing their fingers at LSU, Michael, because they had an outbreak, and obviously Auburn played them most recently. And, I mean, Auburn's going to be missing some players going into Tennessee. I, I think those are kind of the big takeaways. But we don't even know if they're going to be missing players going into Tennessee. If they have to sit out 14 days, right, they would have to. Well, but it it depends on when they tested positive because they've been off now for 10 days. That's a good point. That's true. So they've been off for 10 days and they got another 10 days till the game or, or whatever, right? So, I mean, if, if Auburn got the positive tests on Sunday or Monday last week, actually, if Auburn got the tests anytime next week, 14 days would be before the game. If they got them last week, you mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so, right. So hopefully that's um, hopefully that's good. Um, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So we'll we'll see. As long as they got it contained, right? I think that's kind of the big question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a listener sent us a note about an image of some players being in a club in Atlanta, and I thought that was interesting. And kind of sent a long, you know, block of text about you know something could possibly happen, you know, COVID related with the team. Um, starting with these guys, I hope that wasn't the case. Uh, I'm not going to sp- say who was in the picture because it doesn't matter. But I'm sure these guys went out on Halloween, you know, or at least wanted to partake in some of these events. I mean, it'd be really tough for them on Halloween to you know just blow out LSU and then just be like, all right. You gotta go home and sit in your room and not do anything. So like I, I get the struggle here. Um, I just think you kinda gotta make that decision, right? It's like, do you want this as a team or not? And I think up until this point, they've been so good at that. And Malzon mm-hmm. wants to blame it on the bye week, and that that I, that that's probably that's probably a good thing. I mean, it, routine is is important and they're gonna get back in routine, I guess, as of a few days ago. So hopefully this is behind us, right? Yes, I agree. Hopefully, this is uh, this is behind us. Um, he did talk about the positive. I mean, there there really wasn't a whole lot of talk yesterday outside of COVID, which I get the beat writers have a job to do there. But um, the, the one positive he did say is guys can get healthy. Here's what he said. That was one thing, you know, Shedrick Jackson, Jamie Sherwood, uh, those guys, and there's a handful of other guys, too, that if you look at it as a positive, you know, like gives them another week to, to heal up because I don't know if Sherwood would have been available this week or not. I mean, he would have tried. He's a tough guy. But, you know, that that's the positive to get some of these guys, uh, you know, healed up for the stretch run the last four games. It was nice to hear Shedrick Jackson's name. He's kind of – you know, we've just kind of forgotten about him with you know all these other receivers stepping up and playing really well. Jedrick Jackson's a guy that you and I talked about a ton over the summer, Michael. We were really high on him, um, but uh, yeah, hopefully he can get healthy, like Gus said. I had no idea he was injured. I just thought he wasn't thought, playing. <laughs> I thought that they were like, well, he can't catch, so let's pull him off the field. Um, that's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought he just got jumped on the depth chart, so. Yes. I agree. It is nice to to hear that he's. Yeah, hopefully um, he can put it together. And then obviously Sherwood's. The, yeah, then Sherwood's the big one, and we kind of saw that coming. So I don't know. I heard that. And I'm like, okay, if he was going to try to play this Saturday, you got to think he'll definitely play next Saturday against Tennessee. Yeah, you just never know. You never know because 
I don't know, especially with like ankle injuries. Isn't didn't he hurt his ankle? Yeah. So maybe they'll just shoot him up, give him some drugs, tape it up really, really nice. Yeah, you never know. But all right, we're gonna move on and not really talk about COVID anymore. I hope that's okay. I know some of y'all get mad when I'm like, I don't want to talk about COVID, but that's just kind of what we're gonna do. Um, in a second, we'll talk about um, an Auburn defender entering the transfer portal. Coors Light wants you to know that no matter what sport you're watching this fall, we're watching less Auburn football than we thought we were going to. But even when Auburn's not playing this year, there's plenty of teams and sports that give you the excuse to chill and drink a beer. And we encourage you to reach for the beer that's made to chill. Watching football is therapeutic to fans. It's uninterrupted me time and a great excuse to grab a Coors Light. Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport or team just to drink beer. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. It is crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's show also brought to you by our great partners at Homefield Apparel. These guys absolutely killing it, dropping new college lines every single Saturday. They dropped the Auburn line on um, September 12th, and sales have been through the roof. And uh, highly encourage. I mean, if if you have not purchased your Auburn gear from Homefield Apparel yet, you are missing out. The, the coolest retro vintage designs, the most comfortable shirts, high quality, highly recommended. And you can get 20% off your first purchase of any Auburn gear with promo code Auburn. Easy as that. A-U-B-U-R-N at homefieldapparel.com. 20% off. Use promo code Auburn. A-U-B-U-R-N at homefieldapparel.com. So we had a player enter the transfer portal, Michael. Auburn linebacker Josh Marsh enters the, uh, the transfer portal. Of course, remember, he opted out before the start of the season. He played in two games last year, 6'2", 220, linebacker out of Decatur. And this is a note from 247 that I thought was interesting. While a player entering their name in the transfer portal means they intend to explore their options, it does not necessarily mean they will leave. A player is free to withdraw his name at any time. However, schools are under no obligation to keep a player on scholarship once they enter the portal. Um, So, Michael, do you have any initial thoughts on this news from Josh Marsh? It is interesting because we thought that... um we thought he was going to be, you know, a key part of this linebacking core before the season after uh, Chandler Wooten opted out. Yeah, and and now he's potentially leaving the team. I don't think it's shocking. Um, after opting out, I assume when guys opt out, they like can't go to team activities and stuff anymore, right? It's like, like, it's essentially like they're taking a semester or whatever off from being. A member of the football team so it, it's not like they're taking a red shirt where they can be in the meetings and everything yeah and I, I guess his situation is even more removed because he opted out that's what i'm that's what i mean when you opt out oh okay i thought you were talking about when you entered the transfer portal no no, no no when you opt out so 
I imagine he's kind of sitting back at home and seeing guys play really, really well in Owen Papo and Zacoby McLean, and then seeing other guys that are younger than he is getting a lot of playing time. Guys like Wesley Steiner and Cam Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the idea that, you know, theoretically it's possible that Chandler Wooten and KJ Britt come back for next season. Yeah, with Owen Papo and Wesley Steiner, it's just like, where is he going to find playing time? Mm-hmm. Because I'm leaning towards KJ coming back at this point. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking. He's listed on the Auburn website at six foot two forty three. So like, like that's not the size of an NFL linebacker. I right. hate to be that guy. And so if you're, if you're KJ Britt, there's really not a, um, there's not really a downside to coming back. Yeah. Well. We'd probably make fun of him for how long he's been at Auburn. <laughs> Eli Stover. But <laughs> besides but, but that. But we love those guys. We love Eli Stover. <laughs> and we love KJ. And, you know, th- this defense is better if KJ's on the field, I think. Um, he-, he just hadn't really looked like himself a little bit that we saw him this year. And I want him to have the best chance that he possibly can going into the league. And I don't think he's going to have that. I mean, you mentioned his size. That's going to be a big obstacle. So you're going to need some good tape and some good buzz around you as a prospect. And, I mean, you just can't do that when you're hurt. You can't do that when you're missing as much time as he's going to this year. And I think he played through some stuff, so he looked bad you know, the first few weeks of the season before he kind of got ruled out for the, you know, for the next several weeks, the majority of the season. So um, I think it makes sense. If the NFL is his goal, which I believe it is, I think it I makes know. more sense for him to stay. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the assumption is that Chandler Wooten would come, will come back, right? Because he opted out this season, presumably, presumably to play next season. Right. Um, Owen Papo's a sophomore. He has to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, Zacoby McLean is a junior. He's listed as a junior. Um, he may go. I can't imagine his hype is going to be any higher than it will be at the end of the season. Like, I don't think he can come back, especially if KJ comes back. I don't know if there's going to be a better time for him to take that chance and take that leap. Yeah, um, we'll see. The interesting thing about Zacoby McLean to me is that he's kind of in this a similar situation. Right. He's only six foot two eleven. So, I mean, after this season, he might just kind of get told that, like, the chances of him having an NFL future are not going to improve. Yeah. Right. Although he does lead the SEC in tackles right now. Um, did you know that he had a, eleven tackles against Alabama last season? I know. I remember him having a monster game. He had obviously the the hundred yard interception return, right, for for the touchdown. But yeah, I did not know that against Florida he had a team best ten tackles, and then against Alabama he had eleven, team high eleven tackles. I think there's a chance the NFL would like this guy from a um, put him on the edge of the line of scrimmage, 
not necessarily as an edge rusher, but kind of more of that that four three outside linebacker. If you want to stunt in short yardage situation, I could see him doing that. But still, there's a bunch of those guys that can do the same thing that are six two, six three. So he's got some natural things to overcome. But uh, I don't think his path will be any easier in the league if he waits. So I don't expect Zacoby to come back, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So, and, and Auburn has done a good job instilling a culture of guys staying longer than they probably have to. I mean, we saw it with Derek mm-hmm. and Marlon. We saw it with KJ. I think he could have left last year and gotten a chance. Um, so we'll see if that continues moving forward. Um, but if, if I'm Zacoby, I leave after this year. Yeah, and you may be right. Absolutely. And they've got so, the depth so, there. So. Scholarship linebackers next season. Owen Papo, Zacoby McLean, Desmond Tisdall, Chandler Wooten, Wesley Steiner, Cam Riley, Cam Brown, OC Brothers, Barton Lester, who scored a touchdown this season. No big deal. Shout out Barton Lester. He on scholarship? I don't care. He scored a touchdown, so I'm adding him in. Got it. And I believe that that is it. And then if KJ comes back, I mean that is a Correct. that is a group, man. And Especially that's when eight only t- guys. They yeah, play two. They play like a maximum of two right. at a time. Yeah, that's tough. So, uh, that's and then tough. there's other guys in here that I I guess I assume are not on scholarship. Barton Lester and um, Tanner Dean, who are both six three two twenty. No big deal. Right. So that kind of makes me feel like they are on scholarship, but I don't know. I don't think they are. I, I can't, I don't remember them being recruited. So, um, all right. Yeah. So best of luck to Josh Marsh when, if he finds a new team. The new improved built bar is even better than it was, and it was already America's best tasting protein bar. 18 amazing flavors. Of course, you got the original 12. They added six new recently. All the bars covered 100% in chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. It's the easiest to eat and the best tasting protein bar on the market. Great for the health conscious listener. You can lose or maintain weight um, while indulging in a delicious treat. A great pick-me-up in the middle of your afternoon. And all of these are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, Great for your keto diet. And you can go over to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Final bit of news today. Auburn basketball, they have scheduled a home-and-home with UCF. Auburn will play a road basketball game on November 30th in Orlando versus the University of Central Florida Knights. The Tigers announced that yesterday. Teams will also play a rematch during the 2021 season with the Tigers being the home team. 
Game time has not yet been announced this season for the contest that will be played at Addition Financial Arena. The big question here, Michael Pappas, are we going to camp out in Colonel Steve's yard when we go to this game? I think so. I think we have to. Perfect. Perfect. I think we have to. I mean, that's really why I was so pumped for the preseason tournament in Orlando. It's like, sweet. We're just gonna we're just gonna bombard Colonel Steve with our company. Mm-hmm. And now we have a reason to do that again. I'm in. I don't really love camping, but I'm still in. But we love Colonel Steve. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm still in. This non conference schedule is so fun for Auburn this year. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm glad they're not playing, you know, Eastern Mississippi Community College. Instead, they're playing actual schools that can put up a fight. And and they're going to lose more games. And I kind of wish they would have done this when the team was more experienced and kind of was, you know, used to playing with each other. I mean, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs with this team, especially early in the non-conference season. None of these guys have played together. There's virtually nothing coming back. Um, We did a pretty basketball-heavy conversation with Justin Ferguson on the last Ferg Friday where we kind of went through the roster. But it's like all these guys have all the potential in the world, just no experience to go with it. And, I mean, it's going to be very, very frustrating at times to watch this team, especially against teams that are kind of middle of the pack. I mean, UCF wasn't great. I mean, they were 16-14 and last year. They finished 7-11 in the AC and their pick to finish eighth in the AAC this season in that league's annual preseason poll. That's according to uh, 247. So, the, um, I mean, you look at this team, and it's like they're not a great team. It's a nice name, you know, when you kind of scroll down and you see that on the, uh, on the schedule. That's awesome. But it's going to be games like this where it's like Auburn may drop a few of these games to just kind of mid-level competition just solely to the fact that they're not used to playing together. And I just think as a fan base, just kind of get ready for that because the highs are going to be worth it, but the lows are going to be really frustrating. Yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I think that you are correct about that. Um, I think that this is going to be a lot of fun. And I think one of the good things about college basketball and basketball in general is that it is – it's not the end of the world to lose games, right? You, It's not like football where there are so few of them that it can spill disaster losing one. Um, you, you get to learn from your mistakes a little more in basketball and you get to uh, to come back stronger each game. Yes. I do hope, and, and Auburn basketball fans listening to this, it's okay if you lose games, like Michael just said. I know, I mean, Auburn fans mentally are so in tune with football where it's like if you lose a game and especially if you lose two games like it's probably over and obviously basketball is not like that I mean Auburn was finally playing their best ball of the season at the end of last year they kind of got rolling and then uh, you know everything kind of got canceled so I think this team is going to be similar I don't think you're going to see this team peak until maybe a few games in the conference play and their record may not be very good going into conference play as far as comparable to seasons past. With team, I mean, you're, you're playing Gonzaga. You're playing Baylor. I mean, you're playing some really, really good teams. And it's just going to be it's gonna be a wild roller coaster of up and down emotion. And I can't wait to experience every second with you, Michael. I can't wait for it. I can't wait either. I'm pumped. Yeah, two weeks away. Are you kidding me? Two weeks away. Michael, where can people find you, buddy? 
Uh, follow me on Twitter. He's at, at Cal- Couch Potato. There it is. Couch Potato. You follow me on Twitter at Z Blackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We're back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.